Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. It is beautiful. It is sunny in Southern California. Welcome in. Wherever you are, thanks so much. Um, We had a good weekend. When your alma mater takes down their nemesis, nemesis, um, it's generally a really good weekend. And then when your picks come through, 8-2 and two on the weekend, 4-1 and one in college, 4-1 and one in pros. And by the way, uh, or actually I was 4-0-1 in college. I believe I pushed with the Oklahoma State. And I never or very, very rarely pick Oklahoma State and the line just because I, I struggle with 
the head and the heart sort of thing, right? You like your team, you fall in love with your team, you think your team is better, or sometimes you think your team is worse uh, than, than, than possible. Uh, but we had a good weekend picking games. Michigan took down Ohio State, which we did tell you was coming. We'll get to all those picks and, and why they did so well. Uh, so we're running over like 62% in the pros, 58 and a half in college, which considering where we started and considering how hard it actually is, pretty proud of the numbers, but there's no science to it. And you're, I'm just as luck, likely to go 0-5 this week as we were 4-0-1 last week. Um, I'll get to the Packers win, the Rams uh, adversity, which they've hit. We'll get to Dallas and whether or not they're actually better, despite the fact they won't have their head coach this upcoming weekend. Uh, the Chargers continue to confound. The Patriots continue to impress. And the Kansas City Chiefs won without playing a game. All of this stuff. The Michigan win. Huge. Alabama surviving. What a choke from Auburn. And the mess that is the college football playoff. A lot to get to. Oh, yeah, and we got at least a mildly interesting Monday night football game considering it's Seahawks and Washington football team. But the Washington football team, which is built upon their defensive line, most notably Chase Young, and Chase Young's not playing the rest of this year, going against the Seattle team, which we all believe will go through a massive overhaul this upcoming offseason. All of that stuff. Oh, yeah, and Max Scherzer signed a three-year massive deal to pitch for the Mets? Okay, but let's start with the story of the day, which it was so big that on an NFL weekend and usually in the NFL, nothing, nothing is bigger than the NFL. Nothing except when USC lures Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma to L.A. to be the head coach of the Trojans. And I've I've heard a lot of different commentary on it. And. I do agree on some level with Colin Cowherd. I was actually on the phone with him at the time when it became officially official. This is a true story. Uh, Colin and I usually talk a couple times on a weekend. We just kind of share thoughts. And I, I do this with a bunch of my broadcasting friends, some guys that are at games or called games. Because the, the truth is, like, even though some announcers, and, and I know Colin's not an announcer. He doesn't do analysis. He doesn't do play-by-play. But a lot of these guys that I talk to that are friends, I've worked with on all three networks, are even play-by-play guys, they may not be able to analyze, but they can tell you unequivocally what's really going on with the team because you're around them a lot more. You got a lot more. Now, you can't always share it on a broadcast, believe it or not. So I'm on the phone with Colin. Colin's like, hold on. You know what? I got to go. I'll call you back. And then he called me back, and it was exploding on Twitter, and he's like, officially official, Lincoln Riley's coming to USC. Basically, he said, bigger name on line two, got to run, Gottlieb. Maybe I'll get back to you. He did. By the way, um, I was there on Saturday for UCLA's demo- demolition of UNLV. I'll be there uh, parts of this weekend coaching my basketball club. This show is brought to you by one of everyone's favorite cities, Las Vegas. Your home for live sports and all that, me- all that means all sports. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. And now go on and plan your trip at visitlasvegas.com to see the best and the brightest in Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. You had championship boxing this weekend. This upcoming weekend, you got Pac-12 championship, Raiders game, national finals rodeo. I'm sure you got hockey at some point. You got Bruno Mars, who's you know starting to play there. That's, that's going to be his home stomping grounds. I mean, you got, you got everything you could possibly want. What a great city. Okay, so I've heard a lot of different commentary on it. 
And what happens is when you grow up in Southern California, as I have, when you grow up in Orange County, which is a huge SC hotbed, and you go to school at and love your university, Oklahoma State, there's the feeling from somebody who doesn't know anything about anything, usually super fanboys who'd like, oh, you hate Oklahoma, you love USC because you're a California guy. Let me set the record straight for a second here, okay? My brother and sister are UCLA alums. I've been to more UCLA football and basketball games than any school outside of my own, and that's only because I played at my school. Otherwise, if you take away the games that I played in, I've been to more UCLA games in my lifetime than Oklahoma State games. And as a kid growing up in the city of Orange in California, I was a huge OU football fan. Loved him. Loved the option. Loved loved Barry. Loved the Boomers. Now, obviously, that opinion changed when I was in college. And um, on any Saturday where Oklahoma plays Oklahoma State, I I want the boys in Orange to win. And it was a monumental 19th win. Right? They played every year since 1904, and that was win 19 for Oklahoma State. It was huge. It was emotional to see. And, and really, as much as all of my alum friends were happy, you're really happy for those kids in that program, right? Because when everybody tells you you can't do it, you can't do it, you'll never beat them, they're too good for you, right? That's what Oklahoma really wanted, and their fans really wanted you to know. Hey, we're too good for you. We don't need you. We're going to leave you behind. We're going to go to the SEC. And you know what? In many ways, they're right. Okay, they're right. But there's a symbiotic relationship in conference play. When you've been with a sister university since 1904, it's bigger than just, hey, how much money can I make based upon the names of the schools that we can bring in and the SEC network? I'm not a romantic. Okay, There's a reality to it. I understand that it's going to be harder and harder to get money out of people to donate to universities. Okay? It's harder and harder to get states to donate, to, to, to a- allocate funds to athletic departments. That athletic departments are the front door of the university, right? You see, I mean, like Duke's the perfect example. Duke's always been a great school, but ever since they've been a dominant part of college basketball, right? The last 40 years or so, 35 years or so, they've been viewed completely differently. Compare Brandeis or compare Ivy League schools with all of the promotion that Duke gets and they get it because of their basketball program. For Oklahoma, I understand. Like you're going to you're going to be welcoming in the biggest universities in Texas where you're going to get some of your students from and in the rest of the south. Right? And it's a it's a it's a bigger but One of the reasons Oklahoma's been able to be this successful this long are the schools that they're competing against. You still may last the last 10 years, 15 years, you couldn't have gone up necessarily head to head against Alabama. If Alabama wanted a kid and you wanted a kid and Alabama was going to play him right away and you're going to play him right away, you're not getting him over Alabama, but you were always getting him over Oklahoma State, over Iowa State, over TCU over, you know, you pick them out. Oklahoma was the best job in the Big 12. Texas had a greater reach. Texas spent more money. Texas has the best facilities, but Oklahoma's facilities were the same. And yet, because of the history of dominance, Big 8, Big 12, even 10-team Big 12, 
Okay, because even though their expectations were through the roof, hey, it's it's just it, you have a a boss who's widely considered the best athletic director in the country. Oklahoma's the best job in the Big Twelve. It is not the best job. It's not close to the best job in the SEC. It doesn't mean that it's a bad job, right? Like a bad job in the SEC is Vanderbilt. Bad job in the SEC is Missouri. A bad job in the SEC is Kentucky, right? It's one of the reasons that Mark Stoops is maybe going to be the next coach at Oklahoma. Maybe he's the next coach at LSU. Maybe not any of these places. I, I don't know. But it's a, those are harder jobs. Because, and, and why is it a harder job? Why is Kentucky a, a really, really hard job? Well, because your in-state talent isn't great. And in order to compete, you're in the SEC East, so you're going against Florida and Georgia. Right? <clears throat> on a yearly basis, and they have more kids in state, and kids would generally want to stay in state. Most athletes want to stay close to home. They will leave home if you're going to bring them home to play, or if they can play right away, or if they're constantly on TV and it really helps them in terms of <clears throat> transitioning to being a, a potentially a pro athlete. You got to have a really, really special place to get a kid who's wanted by the big home state university to come to your place. And there's like five of those places on the face of this earth. One is USC. One is Ohio State. Okay? Um, one is Alabama. And then I, I would, I would think, I would think that uh, Texas, Michigan. You know, those are those are the other ones kind of in that realm. And Oklahoma, when they're dominant in the Big 12, was in that sort of conversation. They got three kids to commit from one public school here in Southern California. Three of them. Los Alamitos is the, is the high school. All right. Well, let's just take all three package deal. You guys come. I think quarterback, tight end, wide receiver. Let's go. But for Lincoln Riley. Everyone thinks he's leaving the Oklahoma job that's been the best job in the Big 12. That job just changed. Okay, the job changed. It went from one of the best jobs in the country to a very challenging job. Still a great, still working for a good boss. Still got a great fan base. You're still going to recruit well, but it's a much more difficult job. Because here's the reality, okay? Previous to this, you can go into Dallas. You can go into Houston. And you can say, hey, do you want to play for a guy who's got two number one overall picks back-to-back as your head coach? Of course you do. Do you want to play in the state of Texas? Of course you do. Do you want to play for a national championship? Of course you do. Okay. Well, if you want all of these things and you want to be on TV every week on the big game of the week, Oklahoma is always on the big game of the week in the Big 12. You know why? Because they're Oklahoma. But in a year, or in three years, whenever, I think it's next year, when Oklahoma's in the SEC, the game of the week, every week, is Alabama. After that, the pecking order is going to be up in the air. Georgia wins the national championship. They will be ahead of Oklahoma. Texas will be right there neck and neck. Why? Because they're Texas. LSU, we'll see who they hire. And Florida. These schools have had 
similar success, and Florida's won more national championships. They have just as great a following. No one knows what the, that landscape's going to look like. The only thing I can tell you is if you go into Dallas and you recruit the same kids, what is the differentiator between Oklahoma and LSU? Oklahoma and Arkansas, Oklahoma and A&M, Oklahoma and Texas, Oklahoma and Alabama and Auburn and Georgia and any of those schools that go into the DFW. What's the differentiator? You, you can't say, well, we play in the SEC. So does everybody else. We're going to compete for national championship. So does everybody else. We're going to have the game of the week. Mm, you're not in the same pecking order. So that's not fear. That's reality. You look and sound like a complete buffoon. And this goes to media people who are SEC wonks. The idiots like the Feinbaums of the world that just think the world revolves around the conference. Like, look, dude, all you got to do is coaches aren't idiots. They don't study tape of teams they're not going to play. But they also understand that Ed Orgeron was king in Baton Rouge. Two years ago, they go undefeated, have arguably the best season in the history of the sport. They demolish Alabama. They win a national championship. They're smoking cigars in locker room in New Orleans. Ed Orgeron was out of a job mid-year this year. Last year, the Florida Gators won their, their side of the SEC. Last year! Dan Mullen, who, like, Dak Prescott is a Dan Mullen guy. Dan Mullen's a widely respected dude. Out of a job! Don't get me started on Tennessee and that turnstile and everything that's been going on up there. So you can sit here and go like, hey, you're scared. No, maybe just smart. He's going to run unopposed at USC. Kids are dying to play at USC. Right? I mean, do you, do you know where the Ohio State quarterback's from? Do you know where Alabama's quarterback, Bryce Young, was committed to USC, but it was such a dysfunctional mess, he's like, I'm out. And now he's at Alabama. And granted, the skill position guys are not necessarily what needs to change. It's a cultural change. It's their offensive and defensive lines used to be too deep in pros, and now they're not. But there's a lot to it. But this is, this, this to me is like, look, are you going to run for elected office? when you're a Republican in a Democratic area. Okay, well, you won previously. Yeah, but they changed the borders, and they changed, and the demographics have changed, and you have virtually, it's a much, much more difficult thing. The job changes. And that's what happened at Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley got an opportunity as assistant coach to kill it. And he did. And it was a great job. And a dream job. But that job changed. It doesn't make it a bad job, but just good luck showing up at an Oklahoma fundraiser when you lost four or five, six games. You're like, man, we had a hell of a team. But we faced schools with the same drawing area, the same level of talent, and even better funding. And they've been in the league longer. It's really, really hard. Or I go out to SC, recruit top-level athletes that want to stay close to home. You don't even have to get in. You don't even have to get on an airplane. And play for the same national championship and use the same narrative you used at Oklahoma, only it's at SC, who in the timing of it, because they've been so bad, plus they're a private school, they now own their own stadium, they got out of all these other lawsuits that they've had, they just throw money at the problem. And so you have the same amount of fundraising. You have a president 
who needs you to succeed. You have an athletic director who needs you to succeed. You have alums who need you to succeed and will support you with name, image, and like. This is a no-brainer of no-brainers. And it's not out of disrespect for Oklahoma because I went to Oklahoma State. And I definitely have no sort of fondness for USC. Au contraire, mon frère. It's just the reality. One job changed and got worse. The other, job, the other job changed and got better. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. It's been like no snow anywhere, right? 
except for at that Michigan game. No, I'm, I'm serious. Like, uh, no, but I mean, she's singing a song about the snow, and then you're like, there hasn't been any snow. <laughs> well, no, but there hasn't been any snow. Like, I, I look look, uh, look nationally at uh, at like the weather map, and I think there's going to be snow this week, but there just hasn't been. Um, there was some in the Patriots game yesterday, right? It was some snow was coming down during the Patriots game. Yeah, and I think it's going to snow in Buffalo today. But like Denver's had no snow. Denver, it's uh, 72 degrees today. Oklahoma City, 72 degrees today, warm. Minneapolis, 50 degrees today, right? They're out in their bikini tops in Minneapolis. 66 in Kansas City. Um, 39 in Boston. So wherever you're listening to us, I know in uh, Miami, it's like 74. It's 79 today in Los Angeles. I mean, look, I know it's nice in Oklahoma, but I just, like, imagine... Imagine you're Lincoln Riley and you're like, I don't know, like get on a plane. All right, I'm going to do it. You got a $100 million offer in your back pocket and you open up that and you're like, wait, okay. I'm in LA. It's nice every day. It's legit nice every day. Uh, we got a lot to get to here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I, I thought this, this story was interesting and worthy of discussion. Uh, Orlando Scandrick's going to join us in a moment. We'll ask him. Of course, he played for a long time with the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy is going to miss their game because of COVID. Eight people tested positive. More and more names rolling out in with with the Cowboys. What's interesting about the Cowboys thing is it, it all of this talk has overshadowed. All of this talk has overshadowed the fact that the Cowboys were terrible on Thanksgiving. Do you guys even remember how long that game seems like? Five weeks ago. I mean, it, if you're going to lose and look terrible, that's, I guess, the game to do so, even though it was the most watched Fox game like ever. Like 38 million people watched it. But we all forgot about it because Saturday was so good. Sunday was solid. And then the Lincoln Riley news. But, you know, Mike McCarthy missing it. Wow. Um, do you guys see Mac Jones most yards per attempt? In the NFL over the last month, everybody thinks dink and dunk. Apparently not. It's not so much so. Let, let's welcome in Orlando Scandrick, of course, longtime stud defensive back in the National Football League. And uh, you also co-host. You want to download a really cool podcast where you have two guys who are like football savants for different sides of the ball. Uh, download about the game. It's Orlando Scandrick and TJ Hushmanzada. So you got a great defensive back and a great wide receiver and guys that are real uh, tech technicians, tech, tech tacticians, tech Orlando, is it tacticians or technicians with how you want to be? All right, good. Technicians with it. Um, Look, we're like, it was only Thursday and this is a Monday, but it does feel like forever ago that the Cowboys were bad against a depleted Raiders team. What the hell happened to the Cowboys? Just think, uh, just going through the the little midseason struggles, you know, football is about ups and downs and, you know, just getting hot. And if you really think about it, here they are. They are seven and, I want to say seven and four right now you know they're halfway through the season i think they're in a great spot you know they just got to kind of hit the groove back they're getting healthy and hopefully they get hot at the right time yeah i i think it's interesting obviously you know you got to get healthy with those two wide receivers mike mccarthy's not going to coach this week he's got he's got covid um what is that i mean i understand he doesn't call the plays on offense doesn't call the plays on defense <laughs> and there's m- people, myself included, like, I'm not sure it's a bad thing, but is it? At this point in time, when you're struggling, you lost, to, you know, what, three of your last four, um, and you're trying to get things right, does it does it hurt you to not have your head coach for a week? Um, obviously, uh, but I think that 
for the head coach, he's like a true manages the games and the situations. And I feel like they got some great guys on the staff that'll be able to manage the games in the situation, which is the timeouts, um, when to, you know, fake punt, when to not fake punt, um, how to kind of manage the game. And I think, I think they'll be fine. Orlando Skandrick, our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. What's the, what's wrong with the Rams? Um, I think they're kind of football is a team sport, not just putting the best best collection of guys together. And you know, I thought once Robert Woods went down, that would kind of hamper the offense a little bit. And they had already been hampered by the preseason injuries at the running back position. And now here you go. They got they had some injuries on the defensive side, playing some different guys at defensive back, and trying to work in Von Miller. And you know, I think they're just struggling a little bit. Yeah. Well, the, the the Browns are too. Obviously, now you got another Brown offensive player's dad, and it wasn't as bad as OB, OBJ's dad. But he's like, look, man, this guy—he's scared to throw the ball. I mean, I think we can all point to it with with Baker. He's just not playing. Whether he, whether he's good enough or not, he ain't playing good enough. There, no one's arguing that. Okay, so look, you've been through it when you were in Dallas. You know, Tony got would get hurt all the time, and you guys were always shuffling through. Until they found Dak, they were always shuffling through di- different backups. Like, you've been through kind of the gamut of quarterback. What's Dak, it well, like? Dak was, never, Dak was never a backup. He's never been a backup with Dan in his life. So, you know, they kind of struck gold with that. And if you really want to think about that situation, um, going into that season, Kellen Moore was actually the backup, and Dak right. was the number three. And then yeah. Tony kind of gets banged up, and then Kellen breaks his ankle in practice, and then – Dak becomes the backup, and he's going to go into the season as the backup. And then Tony, who's coming off of you know being banged up a little bit, hurts his back, and Dak kind of goes in. Um, they've been very, very fortunate with Dak to have him you know stabilize the quarterback in position, and you know. But you've seen what happened last year when they didn't have their quarterback. You know, they went sure. through a gamut of backups. That's just the nature of the NFL, and you know I, that's the reason why these guys are making forty plus million dollars. Okay, but so so you're let's let's to put you. What you did for years, where you're you're on the defensive side of the ball, and you're watching the offensive side, of the ball, like like this dude, he can't he he either not healthy or he can't do it. What how how does that affect a team? Like how do you keep that team together in the Browns? And that they've had all these injuries, but the guy who's the number one overall pick is just not doing a good enough job. And the coaches, well, they want to keep him there because they believe that there's no leadership if you sit that guy down. What is that like in a defensive meeting room? What is that like from a, a player's perspective? Well, obviously you want to test the, the tightness of your team and the tightness of your team, and I think it's kind of split right now. Um, and just to address the number one overall draft pick, you know, the number one overall draft pick doesn't mean you're good. It means someone thought you would be good. And, you know, I think, you know, they're, they're, the guys that drafted him, they're no longer there. And, you know, now it's a fight between ownership and the new um, front office and, also the coaching staff of what do we do now? You kind of don't want to give up on this guy, but I think it's about time that you pull the plug. Um, he doesn't have it. I think he was a one-hit wonder in college, and it's it's showing. And, you know, they've made every excuse in the world for him, and I think now the excuses are running out. Yeah, it's it, it, it's gone bad. It's gone bad in a hurry. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, they drafted his replacement in a Trey Lance. And when he's been healthy, especially of late, now that he's got healthy running backs and he's got a stud tight end back, he looks like a different guy. If you're San Francisco, can you can you say wait? We can you keep Jimmy after this year if he continues playing this well? Absolutely, they're in a position that they have one quarterback 
making below average of a top tier quarterback, and then they have another guy on a rookie contract which is making really, really below average. So if you combine those two guys' salary, it's probably a little bit less still than having a top tier quarterback, and they're in a great position. Um, they can always move Garoppolo if they would like to, if they would like to get more assets, but it's more traditional. You know, we've gotten away from having a guy get to learn, as Aaron Rodgers did under Brett Favre, and they just throw guys out there, and it kind of crushes their confidence. And, you know, you always want to have the competition aspect of the thing. And, and Cleveland, they have no competition. They have all this talent, and, you know, they're just god-awful. They are god-awful. They're just, they're not, <laughs> there's no other way to say it. They're, they're not good. Hey, can you tell me um, the Patriots, right? Like, I, I think the defense is very, very good. I think they've done a great job of managing Mac. He actually threw for more yards per attempt than anybody else in the NFL in the month of November. I think the thought is it's all dink and dunk. But are you a buyer to that in the playoffs? Do you think the Patriots, as they're currently comprised, with Mac Jones the rookie, can they win in the playoffs with this style and that guy quarterback? Yeah, they have a great philosophy. Um, play defense, they don't turn it over, get turnovers. Um, I would say they're a balanced offense, but a little bit of run first. But, I mean, they've allowed Mac Jones to grow. They've allowed him to adjust to the speed of the game. And, you know, they're a really, really coached, really, really well-coached football team, and it's beginning to show. And it's yeah. always shown, um, no matter who's at the quarterback. And they made some tough decisions. They made a tough decision in moving on from Cam Newton and, you know, trusting in Mac Jones. They kind of stayed pat to get the quarterback that they wanted. And they're playing the style of football that they want. Uh, I don't think, you know, Baker has switched offensive coordinators a lot. Um, you don't. We don't really know what their philosophy is, even though he's best when he's kind of being a game manager. And you're coming to the part in the crossroads in the road where you're going to have to decide. You know, do we want to pay a game manager? What exactly is he, and where are we going going forward? Okay, I'm going to put you in charge of the Seahawks. Okay, I'm going to put you above John Snyder. Okay, so John Snyder's the the GM. He's been there for a long time. He got a contract extension, but like, look. The money there is if you want to buy a guy out, you buy him. You got Pete. He's been there forever. Okay. And it does feel like the Pete BS is run, run a little bit lame. Right. And then you got Russell, who's super talented. Some guys roll their eyes, think he's a little bit over the top, but it's hard to find another Russell Wilson. You can trade Russell. Okay. But if you get picks in return, there's no guarantee you're going to have an even decent quarterback, even if you draft one. Right. You can misevaluate him. You can keep Russell and get rid of your coach. You can keep Russell, get rid of the general manager and the coach. Again, you're in charge of Seattle. We'll see them tonight. Orlando Skandrick, what do you do? I'm not removing my general manager, um, who's been great. He's been great since he came there. He's, he's really, really drafted well. Um, he's put some really well teams together. This team's struggling a little bit because Russell was injured, you know, and I think he missed three or four games and they lost them all. Um, then, you know, he's come back off those three or four games and they've lost another game. But um, I'm going to try and get through this year. I'm going to finish it out, you know, see where we end up and, you know, just just kind of sit back and see what we do with Russell Wilson. No one man is bigger than the organization, and I'm not going to allow one player to control an organization. Yeah, I, uh, on the yes, yes, but how do you how do you manage it, right? It's like it's the – it's the Deshaun Watson, right? Like, if you're going to trade Deshaun Watson for picks, like, eh, you might want to get a guy back in return because at least you know, even if the quarterback's not great, at least you know what he can do. Whereas the college guys, it's very, very, very hit or well, miss. I, I, I'm going to name you some guys. Okay. Russell Wilson. Yep. Cam Chancellor. Richard yep. Sherman. Bobby Wagner. They were all drafted by John Snyder. All probably going to the, uh, to the National Football Hall of Fame one day. Yep. I'm yep. not going to allow one guy to dictate what's going on. 
No, it's a, I won't. It's a, it, it's it's a it's a great point, one that I generally agree with. I'm just asking you, having actually lived it and played it. I won't. Wait, um, when yeah. Seattle was winning Super Bowls, they were a defensive team. They were a run first team. Um, Russell Wilson was coming along. They did a great job at finding Russell Wilson in the third round, which speaks even more volume to my general manager. Pete Carroll is one of the best coaches in football. He's one of the best motivators in football. Also, a guy that if he's coexisting with my general manager, I'm going to keep him. What's your level of buy into the Chiefs? They're fine. Best head, one of the best head coaches to ever coach football. Um, Patrick Mahomes just going through a rough stretch. The NFL, there's always ups and downs. Hopefully, you'll have way more ups and downs, and they'll be fine. How do you do that? Like again, like with baseball, I ask baseball players about this all the time, right? Baseball players, a game of failure. You know, you, you don't get on base six out of the ten times. You don't get a hit seven out of the ten times. And so, baseball players, you have to process failure. You played a position where. If you fail once in a game, like once, people make it act like you were terrible. Like you could like, look, I had him on lock the entire time. And one time, you know, I looked in the backfield. One time I planted the wrong step or I had the wrong leverage or whatever. How do you, when it's a Monday, how do you, how were you able to process that and, and stay confident considering the margin for error is so slight at your position? The margin, the margin for error is it's really not slight. Um, First thing, it's about mental toughness. Second thing is, I never woke up on Monday worrying about what someone else said. Um, you can only control what you can control, and you try to block all the noise outside of the room, like all the noise. You try to block it out, everything from outside of the building. And um, I learned this from Jason Garrett, who was a phenomenal man, uh, phenomenal motivator. He put things into perspective, and he was great at pressing the button to motivate you and challenge you. And, you know, baseball, you hit the ball three out of ten times, 300 hitter, you're probably you're probably one of the best hitters in the league. You're an all star. Football, nine out of ten for a defensive back. If you mess up one time, everybody's probably going to remember. But that one play is not going to cost you the game in a 60 or 70 play game. And once you allow yourself to not know that, to not know that, once you allow yourself to know that, you'll you look at things totally different. There's been a lot of people critical of, of Jason. Obviously, lost his job last week. Like you said, you played for him. What I mean, you get, it's, a, it's it's pretty solid what you just said about him as as a man and as a leader. But as a coach, do you think his X and O's leave a lot to be desired? I mean, forget the the, the the league is changing, but look at the Giants. They still score thirteen points. They still stink on offense. Um, Jason's never drawn up a play drawn up a play where Danny Dimes drops back and throws it to a defensive lineman. So, but but you know that's that's what coaching is about. Someone's got to blame somebody. So. Judge took it upon himself to remove his offensive coordinator. You know, their offense still sucks. But it's okay because soon will be the day where someone's going to take it upon themselves to remove him. I just don't think he's a good football coach. I just don't. All those people that come from New England adopt the Bill Belichick mentality, and they're not Bill Belichick, and it's hard for them to succeed. No, it really is. I mean, and that thing is so kind of institutionally wired that – they all think they they all think they want to carry themselves like Bill. They want to be like Bill. Like there's only one Bill. It's it's really it's really similar in basketball to the Coach K thing, right? Like, I mean, a lot of those guys, at least in their first job, they fail because it, it, it's it works at Duke. Why doesn't it work out everywhere else? And it hasn't worked everywhere else. It just hasn't. There's a lot of really similarities there. Yeah, I mean, that's just what it is. I mean. I remember Dave Campbell told me before, he said, uh, he was coaching me and he was saying, you know, don't ever worry about me because in this league there's two type of coaches, one that's going to get fired and one that's been fired. 
And he said, you know, it's just inevitable. It's just the business we live in. Hey, dude, uh, great stuff. I love the pod. Love having you on. Um, love, the, love the honesty. Really appreciate you joining us. No problem. Thank you guys for having me on. Enjoy your Monday. All right, that's uh, Orlando Skandrick, who is a stud defensive back, now a great podcaster. Let's get breaking news. In. What do you got, Dan? I think I know what it is. Breaking news from Fox Sports. A, re- a report, Doug, from ESPN says that the Texas Rangers and Corey Seager have agreed to terms on a 10-year deal that will pay the shortstop $325 million. So Corey Seager off the free agent market on his way to Arlington to become a member of the Texas Rangers. Okay, I got a report for you. Did you see this one? Thanks, that's great stuff. Did you see this? Uh, um, Lincoln Riley USC contract. Okay. And this is uh, from Robert Hefner. Uh, Robert Hefner. I don't know who the guy is, but yeah, this is Robert Hefner. Do you know who Robert Hefner is? I do not. Yeah, either do I. So I didn't want to. So we're not going to yeah. go with it? Well, no. You can. It's your show. You can do it. But this is where we end the news portion of it and go back yeah. to the Doug Gottlieb show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 okay, so do you, do you believe these, these numbers, okay? Uh, $110 million. We don't know how many years, so that's why that one doesn't. Right, but I would guess ten years, hundred ten million. Um, USC buying both his homes in Norman for five hundred over asking, right, and buying him a six million dollar home in L.A. for him, unlimited use of the private jet for family. I, I would guess this. Uh, I would guess that they're not buying him a six million dollar home. They will give him an interest free loan, which is kind of the same thing, but a little bit different. I'll explain what how that works, and. Um, I don't think they're going to, I don't know. They could buy his house in Norman or they could just say, Hey, we're going to cover all the real estate fees, whatever. Like you make, make your own money. Um, I'd also think that um, there's no asking price for it because it hasn't been listed yet. (laughs) So that part of the story, that's where I I feel like this is not a reporter who has, he's not a reporter. It's just a guy who probably knows somebody who knows a guy who heard these numbers and heard these things. One of the things about USC that they're able to do is as a private school is some of these kind of clever contracts that you can't do at state institutions. At UCLA, you can't give interest-free loans to assistant football coaches or head coaches. You have to, and at UCLA, like, so let me give you the perspective on it, okay? If I were to tell you that an assistant coach at UCLA makes $350,000. You'd be like, wow, that's a great contract, right? And again, like even the, the coordinators make a million, but like say just a defensive line coach can make three fifty. That's huge money, huge in most any other market in the country. In Los Angeles, near where UCLA is located, UCLA is located uh, basically in the west side of Los Angeles, but it, it abuts Bel Air. It's that Bel Air. Okay, so to live in that area... And to have a 2,000-square-foot home, you're paying roughly minimum 1,000 a foot. Okay? So that means to have a 2,000-square-foot home, maybe with a pool, maybe without, close to campus, and that's a very small, inexpensive home. You're, you're above that. You're above $2 million. So in order to buy a $2 million house, you got to have 20% down. Ramos, how much is twenty percent of two million dollars? Uh, <laughs> of two million, you said? Of two million dollars, yes. Ooh, two two hundred thousand dollars. That's ten percent. Twenty percent is four hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. So again, if you're coming from an area outside of 
you're coming from Eugene or you're coming from the Midwest and you're like, hey, we'll bring you out to L.A. We'll pay you $350,000 and you get to be the defensive line coach of US, UCLA. That's awesome. Okay, now you go house hunting. You're like, what? what, what? It's, it's how much? Like, yeah, yeah it's $2 million. You know, I was making 200 at Kansas State and now I got to make, and I'm making up 150, but how do I? Okay, so UCLA is hard. At SC, they simply go like, look, we'll pay 350 Pay four hundred, we'll pay five hundred, whatever, and we'll give you an interest fee loan. So for your down payment on your house, or for your the entire house, we hold the we hold the note. Hey, you just pay us, and there's no interest on it. And then when you if you leave and you move, you sell the house, whatever profit you keep. That's why SC is a better job. That's why a private school is a better thing than a public school. That's a real thing. Anyway, more on that to come. Coming up next, we'll get to what the Fox said. You'll love this one. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a good day. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts to you live from sunny Southern California every single day. Um... I'm not going to make this show vaccine-centric. I'm just not. I'm not going to argue with you over what I know or I believe to be the right thing for people to do. I'm only going to say that I'm, I, I err. I, have I been a hypocrite in my life? Of course. Of course, right? I've, I've said things and then done things that are counter to what I've said. There's not any question there. In this particular instance, I got my booster shot earlier today. So I may be like keeled over little bit later on because last time I got it like that night I was not I was not good but that was fine the next day I had a little headache or whatever went away um but I'm I'm now I guess triple vaxxed is that is that Jay Stu is that the appropriate term if I'm triple triple vaxxed yeah and I think it's going to be soon uh the official term is going to be fully vaxxed because as of now what you're fully vaxxed if you have two shots, but I think they're gonna like no, be... not anymore. I okay, don't think you're so they've changed fully that. Vaxxed anymore. Yeah, it depends upon when you got your second shot. If you get your second shot, I did the J and J the first time just because I didn't want to get two. I just wanted it done. Um, so I did the J and J, and I know you can mix it, and I may go, I may go back for another one. I think this one doesn't mess me out too much. I may go get a Moderna, whatever. Like, why not? You know. Like I've had fr- I have friends who have gotten it and some have been like, not that big deal. Some have been like, this really, really sucks. And, you know, uh, but yes, f- I am triple, fully, whatever, vaxxed. And it kind of did hit home because, you know, there are places that where I live, every place in California is different, where the boys live, where we work, and then where I live, there are two, three different counties and every county has their own thing. But, uh, you know, like I was... You know, you're in Las Vegas and obviously it's different than L.A. It's different than Orange County. But I got a, I got a couple of trips coming up and like I'm going to Boise tomorrow to do Boise State, uh, uh, St. Louis. And sometimes to have a restaurant, you have to get your Vax card. And my Vax card was from uh, what was month for April? Yeah, so it was from the April. So I don't know if I, I think I think my had expired. I don't know. So now I'm good anyway. Ramos, are you? I know you're fully back, right? You got the the third. I shot. did it with you. I did not. I didn't do it with you, but I did what you did. I got the Johnson Johnson in April of this year, and then yes, Saturday I got my uh, Moderna. I got okay. a Moderna booster shot. You're, you're, mi- you're a mix and match one. Buyer, I am where mix and you, max, yeah. Buyer, where are you? I know you have the little baby at home, and this is you know that's been yeah. Got the what, booster last month. Buyer, yeah. How was the, how was your reaction to the booster as opposed to the original shot? Uh, somewhat similar. I did. Uh, I did feel a few of the side effects from the booster about uh, a day. A little sluggish. That yeah. was my issue. Maybe a few aches and pains, but but it went away pretty quickly. Okay. Anyway, listen. I mean, again, um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what you should do. I'm only going to tell you what what we're doing, and and however you want to make it work in your brain for work, for your grandma, for your family, for everybody else on earth or maybe it's just like hey i really want to get a haircut and i can't get a haircut in my face like whatever whatever makes you go do it just go do it that would that would be my encouraging words all right enough of that let's get to this um baker mayfield is not playing good football and it's it's come to it's one thing 
to be a guy who doesn't have elite talent, but elite leadership skills and elite football brain and go like, you know, but here's what happens a lot. Like the fear for Lamar Jackson and, and, you know, I caught heat earlier this year when people are like, oh, he's a great quarterback. Like, he's not a great thrower of the football. It's just good enough to hold it together for when he runs the football and you just hold your breath because you don't know if anybody can actually tackle him, right? And so yesterday, his poor throwing performance is not a stunner to me. It's disappointing. He's going to be better than that, but he's not, it's not what he does best. But again, the point about Lamar is, the, the fear you have with Lamar Jackson is at some point in his career, he's either going to get hurt or he's going to get hit so much it slows him down. And if it slows you down a half step, well, that dramatically changes how he plays football, right? Because in order for everything to work for Lamar, he's got to have his legs because he's the most ridiculously, spectacularly talented athlete playing quarterback with his legs. And I'm not saying he can't throw. It's just not what he does best, right? He's just clearly, you know, he's not, that's not what he does best. Um, but the fear is at some point in time, he'll lose a half step either from getting hurt or just getting hit or just the, the attrition of playing the NFL. And now all of a sudden he becomes not just a guy, but it, it, it completely changes how you play him. Well, Baker is dissimilar and similar, right? Obviously not the athlete of Lamar. I don't think he has the arm of, of, of Lamar Jackson either. Um, I do think he's a, probably a better, more accurate thrower of the football, but that's probably where, where, where it ends. The point is, though, for Baker, because he's limited athletically, because he has a good, not great arm, um, everything has to go right for him in order to be at his best. Whereas, like, Aaron Rodgers, I put Kyler Murray in this, in this category. Uh, I would put Pat Mahomes in this category. Like, those guys, like, obviously, Pat couldn't win a, a championship last year with no offensive line, but he was able to get to a Super Bowl with a depleted offensive line. He's able to win a bunch of games this year without a running game. Like it doesn't have to go perfect for Pat Mahomes to be Pat Mahomes or some version of Pat Mahomes or a lesser version of Pat Mahomes is still a great quarterback. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Same thing with Kyler Murray. Hey, same thing with, with even with Russell Wilson, like you still believe that, you know, you could stop the running or whatever, but the man, they can still beat you with their arm. They still can find a way. Baker is because the talent is a massive step below those guys. And now he's injured and their offense honestly is more predicated on the run and people are loading up and making him throw the ball and confusing him a little bit and putting him under duress. All of that stuff has come to roost. But the biggest thing is, when he, if he's not right, he actually shouldn't be playing. Because he's not good enough to play through that. But now, if you take him out, like a couple weeks ago when he was really banged up, they would just sat him down for a couple weeks ago. Like, look, man, we're just going to get you fully healthy before we put you back out there. But now, because he's been performing so poorly, if you take him out, you put Case Keenum in, you're telling the whole world, he stinks, and we're just trying to stop the bleeding. Here's Baker Mayfield on the offense against Baltimore. We just need to make more plays. I mean, as simple as that sounds, I mean, there's plays there to be made. Certain situations where we need to have answers for the zero pressure stuff. I mean, they did a good job today of, you know, when they showed zero pressure and bailing out, and then when they weren't showing it, they brought it. So, I mean, they did a really good job today. We just need to make more plays. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we need to have a little bit more confidence. We need to go back, regroup, and, and, and just trust that uh, we have the guys to make those plays. 
Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Here's Kevin Stefanski talking talk about the possibility of quarterback change. Is a quarterback change at all a possibility? No. No. Let me ask you a question. Why would we do that? Well, the points you know, just aren't there. Yeah, it's not. That's We're not doing that. Uh, here's Lamar Jackson on his poor performance. Watch film and critique myself like I always do. I'm, I'm, I'm hot, dude. I threw four interceptions, three first half. Um, I, I feel like those drives, when, when the interceptions came, we could have did we could have did something on those drives. We could have put points on the board. And I just told my team, like, that's me. I owe y'all. Um, hey, well, look, which is the, the best way to say it. And obviously, Lamar, having won the game, he can still kind of smile. Was, whereas Baker, they lost the game, and he can have a frowny face. I mean, one team has Justin Tucker, the other one doesn't. That's a big thing. It's not that the Browns kicker's bad, but I, 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 I here's what Kevin Stefanski gets: you can't sit him. I don't care what anybody's dad puts on Facebook. I don't care what anybody th- you cannot take him out because what it does is it kills his ability to lead. If you don't know who the quarterback is, you don't know where your where your leadership comes from, and you you're, you become a rudderless ship. Kevin Stefanski is absolutely positively right. You gotta stick by your guy. You gotta ride or die with that guy. At the end of the year, if you want to make it, you know, you want to want to change things and and move on from him, that that's different. I mean, look, Stefanski was brought in there to change the culture and to support Baker Mayfield. That's your job, and you can't bail on him now. You just can't. You got to ride it out. Because the, the second that you do, the second that you show any sort of hesitation, all those guys in the locker room know it's it's over. It's over. That was the big thing last year with Tua Tungavailoa. He was only a rookie, and it made total sense in the football sense of like, hey, let's have the rookie, and then we'll bring the veteran in when we want to win a game and maybe get to the playoffs. And they won 10 games, and it, it worked. But you can't do it now. That's why they had to get rid of, of Fitz. Because it cuts at the leadership of your quarterback. It doesn't mean that Tua is going to work. It doesn't mean that Baker is going to work. But the only chance of it working is if you have complete and total outward confidence in them. And the second you show a lack of confidence or bull them or think about pulling them, that, that's when it's over. That's when it's over. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 